sometimes it may seem like we're spending more time in the valley of disappointment than anywhere else. But Jesus has a purpose for allowing them in our life. And while disappointment is always going to be a frequent visitor in our life, it doesn't define our life. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. A little boy was in the backyard with a shovel, filling a hole when his neighbor peered over the fence. Interested in what the youngster was up to, he asked, What are you doing? My goldfish died, replied the little boy tearfully, and I've just buried him. The neighbor said, Well, that's an awfully big hole for a goldfish, isn't it, son? The little boy patted down the last heap of earth and replied, Yeah, that's because I couldn't get him out of your cat. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, have you ever felt like you're, you're trying hard to do all the right things, but things just aren't working out for you? Maybe you feel like your cat died. You know, it's, it's important for a Christian to understand a few things about disappointment so that we can keep it in the right perspective. So there's, there's three things I want to tell you about disappointment. The first thing to understand about disappointment is that it's inevitable. For the sinner or the saint, disappointment is a normal and necessary element of our life. But disappointments don't have to have a negative impact on our life. It's how we handle our setbacks that determine whether or not we are growing as a person. And the second thing we need to know about disappointment is that they're instructional. If we choose to examine our disappointing situation, we can almost always learn valuable lessons that help us avoid a similar disappointment in the future. I remember when I was nine years old, I entered the first national punt pass and kick competition. Did any of you guys ever do that? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, well, I want to hear all about it. <laughs> but anyway, that's where you take a football and you throw it, you pass it, and you kick it, and they record the total distance to see who wins. Well, I entered the competition, and I threw the ball further than any of the, of the other boys. Then when I went to kick it, I kicked it further than anybody in the competition. Well, then I went to punt the ball, and I got so excited that when I punted it, it went straight up and landed behind me. And they deducted, 
<laughs> they deducted distance from my score and I lost. And I was very disappointed. But then I learned to take my time when I got ready to kick the ball. Well, the third thing about disappointment is that disappointment can be inspiring. Well, you'll say, I don't understand that one. Well, it will never seem like it at the time you're going through a disappointing period. But you can never appreciate the victories if you've never felt the sting of disappointment. I mean, when Paul and Silas were beaten and thrown into prison, it must have been hard to understand why their faithfulness and their commitment would land them in such a difficult situation. They could have given up. I mean, who would have blamed them for getting discouraged? But they didn't react that way. They let their faith overcome their disappointment. And they rejoiced not in their situation, but in their Savior. And that's who they had placed all their trust. And the Lord not only delivered them, but he gave them new converts at the same time. You see, sometimes our disappointments are the breeding ground for a victory that's just ahead. And it may not seem like it in your darkest hour, but when the Lord said, I'm with you always, he especially meant in your time of need. Maybe the best illustration of dealing with disappointment the wrong way and the right way was how the two criminals being crucified alongside the Lord handled it. I'm sure both men shared a lifetime of of disappointment, tragedy, and bad choices. One chose to lash out in sarcasm, but the other, down to his last few minutes of life, he chose to acknowledge the Savior and with a statement of belief and hope was ushered into paradise. He said, Lord, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. Sometimes it may seem like we're spending more time in the valley of disappointment than anywhere else. But Jesus has a purpose for allowing them in our life. And while disappointment is always going to be a frequent visitor in our life, it doesn't define our life. What defines our life is the victory we have through Jesus and the hope and the promise of a future where disappointment never finds us. Did you know that God rewards His children for obedience? Up next, when we serve others, are generous and obedient, blessings will follow. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk about giving from from a perspective that's rarely talked about. And that is to ponder this question. What expectations should we have concerning our giving? 
Well, I tend to believe what Mr. Ruskin says right here. He says, the highest reward for a person's toil is not what they get for it, but what they become by it. I think we all believe that's true. Whatever we throw ourselves into, we believe makes us stronger, makes us wiser. But the question still remains, is that still all we are to expect from our giving? Let me share something with you from the Word. In the Gospels, the Lord says this, I tell you the truth. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mothers or fathers or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age and with them persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Well, it so happens that the Lord said this to his disciples right after his encounter with the rich young ruler, who, if you recall, wanted to join up with Jesus, but when faced with the decision of giving up everything he had, he couldn't do it, and he walked away. But I'm fascinated by this passage because I believe it destroys any notion that people, some people would say or some teachings would have us believe that we are never to serve God with an eye toward reward. That all serving and giving is meant to be without any expectations. Well, let me tell you something. I think God knows us better than that. He knows that we're creatures who desire results from our actions in our life's work. And I believe that He tailor-made our destinies with lots of promises and incentives attached. In this passage of Scripture that I referred to, he tells us that the sacrifice of walking away from family and work to pursue the gospel will result in a hundredfold reward in this present age. He didn't say how it would come and in what area of life it would emerge. But honestly, with a promise like that, did it really make any difference? The point is the Lord used reward and incentive to motivate his disciples all the time. He talks about it at least nine times in the Sermon on the Mount alone. So as we grow in our relationship with the Lord, it's not a selfish act to have the expectations of his blessings and his rewards. God wants us to. He expects us to live in anticipation of the good things that He has planned for us. The Word says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope and a future. And we need to be clear that His rewards have nothing to do with God needing to bless us because of anything that we've done. Because, listen to me, we can't work our way into position to deserve anything from him. It's very important not to forget this point. God is a debtor to no man. You can go on all the mission trips and teach all the Sunday school classes. You can. And it won't make a difference in the owing department. Because the ledger would always be so lopsided, it wouldn't be any point to it. God is a debtor to no one. 
but he is extravagant with his promises and his rewards, especially to those who serve him and are faithful and those he loves. And the word Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the faith chapter. And the author talks about the great heroes of the faith here, and he mentions many of them by name, Noah, Abraham, Moses. And toward the end of the chapter, he says this, What more can I say? I don't have time to tell you about all the other ones who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned into strength and who became powerful in battle. You see, all those heroes of the faith, the ones who were challenged, the ones who were persecuted, the ones who went through so many trials, God prospered them. And he gave them many victories in their life while they lived here on earth. And even doing that, God made it clear to them that they didn't even come close to receiving their ultimate reward while living on earth. You see, when we give of ourselves, when we serve others, when we're obedient and generous with our giving, we have every reason to believe that the blessings of God will follow. We may not know when he's going to do it, where it's going to happen, or what area of our life it will arise. But God is true to his promises. And the blessings will come. The cost of being faithful may be great, but it will never outweigh the benefits of pursuing Christ first in our life. Serving God is an investment with unparalleled returns. And it's our Father's joy for us to humbly accept His extravagant, extravagant rewards in this life and certainly in the one to come. So this morning, I want to encourage you to pursue Christ with all your heart and then live each day expecting something good to happen. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? All of us have trials and times of testing in life. Coming up next, learn how God can meet your needs when you learn to trust Him with everything in your life. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side. We'll return after these messages from our sponsor. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so 
handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side. I thought this was cute. This, is a, this was a, a little poem on a church sign that everybody could see as they drove by. As you pass this little church, be sure to stop and visit. So when at last you're carried in, God won't ask, who is it? <laughs> you know, I want to encourage some people here today because it's becoming very clear that the recession that we've all been hearing about is starting to find its way even down here in Texas. I mean, we're all aware of some jobs that are being lost and some businesses that are not doing as well. They're suffering. And this is just one of those times that when we say we need to trust God, we're not kidding. Our needs are very real. And our needs need, and we, they need to be met. And when it's time for the offering each Sunday, like right now, we all know that it's meant to be a time to show our thanks to God for what we have and for us to show some discipline in our giving. But to be honest, in times like these, offering time can also remind us of what we can't do and of what we don't have and of the financial stress that we might be going through. Well, when that happens... We have to turn the tables on that line of thinking, and I'll tell you why. Because it can rob us of the joy that we receive from honoring God in our giving. You see, what we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing on our ability to be blessed from what we can give and what we do have. Did you get that? I'll tell you again. I'm going to do it anyway. What we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing on our ability to be blessed from what we can give from what we do have. And sometimes it even takes faith to do that. But you know what? That's the way it's supposed to be. So you should never get discouraged at offering time. Because it's meant to be a time to worship God no matter what financial condition you're in. In fact, it's a great time to stand on God's promises and trust Him for the financial provision in your life. And I'm talking about promises like this. When the Apostle Paul was encouraging the Philippians, this is what he said, My God will meet all your needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Well, I don't know about you, but I think that's a fantastic promise. It says God will meet your needs. Not maybe. Not if. It says it will meet all of your needs. Not some of them, but all of them. Then it says according to His glorious riches. You see, God's not just rich. He's gloriously rich. He has endless, unlimited resources for you. So how are we supposed to react when we hear one of God's promises like that, but we're just hanging on financially? 
Are we doing something wrong? Do we not really understand God's message? Well, the answer, of course, is no. You're not being punished. You're just being tested. And you can believe that God's promises will always stand, especially when you stand on them. And I've heard it explained this way. With every promise, there's a premise. When God makes a promise, he's saying, I'll do, always do my part if you will do yours. So here's a few simple principles to live by so that God can meet all your needs. Here's the first one. Pray before you pay. We need to acknowledge that all our resources come from God and we need to ask God to get involved in all of our financial decisions. That includes our buying decisions, large and small. The word says you should ask and you shall receive and your joy will be complete. The second principle is when you have a need, plant a seed. You know, it doesn't sound logical to our human nature to give at the very time that you have a need. That's why it requires faith to do it. But God says this, my ways are not your ways. So when you give during your time of need, you exercise that faith. You unleash God's blessings on your life. And the last principle is this. Trust is a must. We have to trust God in everything, including our finances. God knows that doesn't come easy for most of us. But God wants us to trust Him and not even worry or be anxious about money. Because when we worry about everything, what we're really saying is, it all depends on me. And that's actually displeasing to God. So the more that we trust Him with everything in our life, the more He can meet our need. So you know, it's not unusual for us to have problems, and it's especially normal for us to have financial problems. But God has a purpose behind every problem. And one of them, and the most important one, is for us to learn to trust Him. We can't let financial problems get us down. We have to keep, we have to keep praying. We have to keep planting seeds. And above all, we have to keep trusting God because He's promised He'll take care of us. So I don't know what you're going through today, but God knows. And He's willing and He's able. <laughs> to meet all your needs. And you, just want, you just need to remember this, this last thing, what the Lord said. He said, in this world, you'll have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Aren't you glad to hear that news today? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. 
Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.